This is your host, Khabu Khabinator Mongwa, with his co-host, Relsaka. And they review wrestling together, such as WWE and AEW. They have the best news coverage and the funniest rants. This is the Wrestling and Logic Podcast with Khabinator and Relsaka. Please enjoy this broadcast. Hey guys, Khabinate here, and today we're back with another episode of Wrestling and Logic. And today uh, we are going to review SmackDown and Raw, um, the 16th of September edition of SmackDown, and the 19th September edition of Raw um, that happened. Um, this past week, uh, this past Monday and Friday, and this past Friday and Monday, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I've got mm-hmm. my co-host, Ben Charles, my assistant host. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm Ben Charles and uh, co-host here of Wrestling Logic. Um this was an uh, interesting week here for wrestling, to say the least. Um, we had Dynamite Grand Slam. I may do an extra on that. I don't know. I don't know if Kaba will uh, accept it. Um, we may do it on. We may actually do it on Saturday or Sunday, one of those days. But um, do look out for that episode if that's possible. Yeah. All right then. So yeah, let's get on. I guess we're not gonna say anything else. So let's just get on to SmackDown now. Uh, from <laughs> the 16th of September, uh, in the Honda Center in Anaheim, California, uh, the commentary introduces themselves. It's uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. And then um, Logan Paul came out, and he cut um, a promo. Oh, no. Yeah, and quite a... Not this co- fucking, Not this fucking segment. Quite a cookie-cutter promo at that. Um, He called out Roman Reigns to chat with him in a press conference in Las Vegas the following day. Um, And then the bloodline, the Usos um, and Solo Sokoa with Paul Heyman came out. And Paul Heyman cut a promo. Uh, He told Logan Paul that he's making a mistake by challenging Roman Reigns. Uh, Logan... Logan Paul was overconfident. He was cutting a really janky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You're kind of lagging on my end. You're kind of lagging on my end. Hold on. Am I? Uh, yeah, he kind of. Yeah, he kind of. Well, I hear you though, but you're kind of lagging. <laughs> Not on my end, it isn't. Hopefully, when I listen back to it, it's not that bad. Uh, But anyway, uh, Logan Paul cuts a janky and robotic promo. And then Solo Sokoa is called into the ring by Paul Heyman. But, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention Sami Zayn, the honorary oos. He was there and he came in the ring and stopped Solo Sokoa and said, Whoa, 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 let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. And then he tried to challenge Logan Paul. And, you know, of course, in classic WWE fashion, he challenged Logan Paul. No, 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 no. 
what am I trying to say? Did it wasn't Logan Paul? Let me no, it wasn't. Oh, it was another person who came in uh, later. Um, yeah, he tried to challenge Logan Paul, but then Logan Paul dropped Sammy. Usos tried to fight him, but then Logan got out the ring and walked away. And then Ricochet came out and checked if Logan is okay. You okay, bro? And, and you know, he's like, I'm coming for you guys. And yeah, uh, this was a very lackluster segment. I don't care for Logan Paul or this feud. Only because apparently the Saudi Arabian government wants to have Logan Paul on Crown Jewel, uh, which we will review. Um, but yeah, they go to the break. We come back from the break, and now um, it's the first match of the night. Ricochet versus the honorary Us Sami Zayn. Uh, the match starts. They lock up. Oh, and before I get into the match, what did you think about that segment? That segment, I like the fact that the the bloodline surrounded Logan Paul. I like that fact alone. Yeah. Other than that, this segment did not need to be on the show. Absolutely not. It, it what was. the fuck was this? Triple H, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. I mean, no, maybe Rel Sucker's right. Maybe Road Dog is involved with this. Hence all this oh, stuff please. that's still going Road on. Dog. Give me a break. Oh, my oh, God. I Give me a break. Hear, I hear this, this, isn't a, this isn't even a Road Dog decision. This isn't even a Road Dog decision. Give me a break. Well, Road Dog did make quite shitty television when he ran NXT two years ago. That's true. <laughs> anyway, Ricochet, same as Yeah. Um, anyway, as I said, they locked up. Ricochet shoots Sammy off. Sammy did a shoulder, shoulder tackle. They did the weed of ones pose, uh, point their finger up in the air. Um, Sammy got a wrist lock. Ricochet reversed. He <laughs> put in the wrist lock. Uh, shot Sammy off. They did a leapfrog sequence. Sammy hit a shoulder tackle again and got a one count pin. He did a side headlock. Ricochet escaped and did a leapfrog. He did a hurricane runner. Did an uppercut. Did a chop. A kick at ringside. Tried to do a springboard but Sammy knocked him down. Uh, Sammy did some punches. He did an elbow drop for a two count. Shot him off and did a clothesline for a two count. Put in a headlock. Uh, Ricochet escaped and did a Hurricane Rana, another one. He get he got on the turnbuckle, but then um, Sami Zayn shoved him off and hit the barricade, which now has LED. So I guess that's one of the changes that Triple H has made. So already this change. When did you say Triple H should already start making changes? October next month? Um, probably around December. No, he's yeah. going to continue making changes. Yeah. Yeah, I also I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Yeah, I also think we'll only see significant change around December, January. Uh, so, oh, yeah. yeah, it would make sense if he was only continuing whatever's going on and, you know, 
had a reset at like January, you know, New Year, new start. And, you know, maybe we can finally start having like good television. I mean, and new we're, belts. Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting there. This was a decent episode of SmackDown, I will say. Yeah, this was fine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they go to the break with that spot. They come back. Um, and Sami Zayn jumps off the turnbuckle. Ricochet hit a drop kick in midair, which was really cool. They did a replay. Uh, they replayed that spot. Um, Ricochet did some kicks. Sammy shot him off. R- Ricochet did yet another Hurricane Runner. Uh, he hit a shoulder slam on Sammy in the corner. He had a nice crossbody. Oh, and by the way, before I almost forgot. Um, Go ahead. Uh, we... Um, I I wasn't available. I made a whole tweet about this. Um, I wasn't available to do the all-out review um, last weekend. So Ben and Ralsucker and Ralsucker's dad tried to record it, but then the audio quality wasn't that good. Um, and yeah, it wasn't nice and stuff. Um, it was awful. It, it was awful. It sounds I could barely hear Ralsucker's dad or Ralsucker for that matter. But yeah, um, uh, we re-uploaded it as an extra. Uh, you can go and look at it right now. I will post it on Twitter right now. Um, and yeah, I got that down. But yeah, uh, go, do check that out. Uh, it should. It, in fact, as it, at the time of recording this, it's out right now. So let me just make a tweet. Um, go and listen to this. I understand that some people, uh, you know, they may want Well Sucker's dad or Rel Sucker, you know, just on the review. I understand. Look, I, we'll make it up to them. You know, we're, I think we're doing, when, what are we doing? Extreme Fools? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's the next review. So, um so they may be on that review. Yeah, um, that episode should release on Sunday, the 14th of October. Because um, we will review that on Friday the 12th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so let me just now um, post tweet this out. Sorry for the silence. But they did want a, but they did want Dynamite, but they did watch Dynamite Grand Slam, and they thought Dynamite Grand Slam was a good show. All right, I don't know. You said you wanted to do it on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so maybe if I can, it's Thursday now, so maybe if I. <laughs> I can't guarantee you I'll watch all of it. I'll probably just watch the highlights. Uh, you've taken notes for it, right? Yeah. I got notes for Dynamite Grand Slam. Okay, good. All it, all it was was like five title matches, and then that's pretty much about it. It was it was, it was a special show. It, it kind of reminded me of a takeover in a way, but it wasn't really a takeover. That's oh. it. But it wasn't like you know, wrestling wise, quality wise, it, it wasn't like it wasn't up to par with the, like the OG NXT takeovers. But it was yeah. like you know, we've yet to see a show of that quality that 
man, NXT TakeOver just had that vibe to it. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't just know. had this whole underground revolutionary vibe to it that we don't get anymore with this new no. NXT. And even though they changed the logo, it's still the same bullshit NXT 2.0. Um, and yeah, uh, it's just well, not, it's just well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, everybody, while Cabo is a little bit busy, um, I'd like to take the time to remind all of you that the Mysteries of Life podcast is, uh, still ongoing. Uh, we have a and a episode, which comes out, uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So uh, look out for that episode. It's another Q&A affair where I answer some questions from the incredible gatekeepers of knowledge for the podcast. And, you know, we just keep it chill. We keep it we keep it cool. And by the way, you, these are all personal questions and anonymous as well. So you can send in your questions as, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, maybe you should prepare to get more or one or two more. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did you hear about the um, Ume Adoka situation? Ume Adoka. I know you don't know about him. Yeah. No, I uh, haven't he, heard about for those, who, for those who do not know, um, he was a coach on the Boston Celtics, and um, he had this relationship with this actor, actress, pardon me, uh, named Nia Long, right? So next thing you know, they had like um, they had a relationship going on. They weren't married or anything, but they were engaged for like seven years. So. <laughs> Yeah, they were engaged since 2015. So next thing you know, um, Udoka has this um, consensual, um, pretty much illicit relationship with another female staff member mm, on the Celtics. Wow. On the staff. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. No, no, that ain't it, yeah, exactly. man. That ain't it. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible, dog. That, that's not good. How you talk over Nia Long, bro? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, oh, and uh, don't forget to check out Certified Bangers. Um, there's been a new episode, um, number 47. And um, this week's episode will be Appreciation of Drum and Bass, uh, which I'm excited to do. Uh, it will release this Sunday. Um yeah, on the same day that this comes out, um, it'll be out. Um, and yeah, and the following week, we've got some really good tracks, um, you know, in the tank. And who knows, Ben might make an appearance on that episode. Um, yeah, we'll see. So keep an eye out for that. And now let's get back to the match. That's our little commercial break right there. Um, anyway, um, Ricochet does a nice crossbody for a near fall. They replayed that spot. He did a standing moonsault. Sammy had his knees up, and he did a roll-up for a two-count. They laid down selling. Um, Sammy Zayn threw some punches. Ricochet did a super kick. Sammy Zayn hit his blue thunder bomb for a near fall. He hit, his, he hit some punches. Ricochet hit a poison runner for a near fall. 
Jey Uso tried to strike Ricochet. Ricochet knocked him down. Sami Zayn did a roll up for a two count. Uh, Ricochet hit a jumping knee. Jey Uso interrupted again. And Ricochet drop kicked him, which was nice. And then Sami Zayn did a half and half suplex. Jey Uso tried to get in the ring again. Uh, who, and he distracted the referee Jessica Carr in the process. Uh, Sami Zayn got a two count. He argued with Jay, uh, you know, because uh, the referee was distracted while he was pinning Ricochet. And then she, when she finally got to Sami Zayn, she only got to two. Um, and of course, I would be mad at Jay Uso as well, because you know you just fucked up my whole match, like just coming around and doing all that stuff. Um, got up in his face at ringside and then Ricochet hit a dive. It got back in the ring and then Ricochet hit a shooting star press for the win. Um, and I wonder, isn't, isn't this finished at 6.30? What happened to that move? Anyways, I gave wrestling a 9 and Logic an 8. What do you think about... Oh, uh, before I s let you speak, um, the bloodline uh, tried to beat up Ricochet and Logan Paul, but then um, Madcap Moss came out, and uh, yeah, what did you think about this match? I thought this was quite a decent match, a nice little TV this match to start off the show. This was fine. This this match was fine. Um, this was a uh, a passable match um, in terms of like wrestling wise. It was a t it was a passable match. Um, Ricochet got the shine and he got the win. Uh, the right guy won here. Uh, Sami Zayn was not going to win that match whatsoever. And also, Bloodline bullshit. <laughs> BL, BLBS. Uh, Jesus Christ. Nice reminder of, of that. Traditional Bloodline BS. Yeah. Unbelievable. How the fuck you almost caught. Hold on, my camera almost went out. Jesus Christ. Anyway, how the fuck you almost cost fucking Ricochet the match? You know Ricochet is not losing the match. So why y'all out there trying to cost... Ricochet's winning the match. What are y'all doing? I don't know. I don't this was know. fine, though. Wrestling, I'll give wrestling an, an 8. Logic, probably 7. That's free. This, this was fun. That's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then um, Karrion Cross addressed his attack on Drew McIntyre after SmackDown went off the air last week. And that was a good promo um, by uh, him and Karrion, no, no, him and Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, uh, yeah, that was a good segment. I like the vignette. You know, Triple H is going full gear. Um with that <laughs> carrion cross. Uh, and then, you know, the goofy guys came out. Max and Mancin Dupree's cut a promo uh, and I skipped that. And, uh, you know, I uh -huh. just said, it's sad what LA. Uh, by the way, what did you think about the carrion cross segment? Carrion cross's promo. Fantastic promo. Best thing about the entire show. Let's yeah. get that out the way. If yeah. carrion cross. It beats Drew McIntyre. Karrion Cross is gonna fight Roman, bro. Yeah, he's gonna fight Roman. 
and he better Absolutely. he better beat Roman. Because otherwise, yeah, it's what? Time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Tick tock, tick tock. And anyway, it's sad what LA Knight has become doing all of this. So I hope come the new year, um, you know, none of this shit happens. I hope <laughs> Triple H can book, uh, you know, LA Knight off of TV for a few months. Then maybe around uh, uh, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, we can bring him back. Uh, you know, refreshed and a new L.A. night and that's ready to be serious. This is, an, and Mansoor, he's a good wrestler, but they waste him doing this. And, and then Braun Strowman comes out and beats them up. And then I, Otis came out, Alpha Academy, and I said, whatever, man, I skipped this. Um... And then um, a progressive match flow played of damage control winning the women's tag team championships. And then um, damage control came out consisting of Bailey and the tag champs Dakota Kai and EO Sky came out. Um, um, Bailey cut a promo. Uh, she addressed Dakota and EO's title win on Raw. And, you know, she still can cut great promos after, yes. like, a whole year and a half gone. Uh, yeah. She talked about them how having all the power now that uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky are the champions. And then Raquel Rodriguez comes out. I, I, funny thing about her is I... <laughs> Smiling. She, no, 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 not this time. She wasn't smiling oh, this thank time. Thank <laughs> God. I, I, I knew you would be happy about that. Um, and I was like, oh, come on. Don't tell me that they're going to have a rematch. Um, but the funny thing about Raquel Rodriguez about is um, that I found an artist on Spotify while I was uh, crate digging for R&B. Um, there's, sure. <laughs> there's an artist called Raquel Rodriguez, <laughs> and I was like, That's true. "Oh That's true. hell no, no way!" <laughs> oh, I was willing to put on, put whatever song she had on certified bangers just to have a Raquel Rodriguez on there, and you, you probably was about to troll Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you may have trolled. You may you may wanted to uh, like troll Josh over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, that would have been great. Anyway, um, it may still be great. Don't think it ain't gonna happen eventually. Um, and anyway, Raquel Rodriguez, the wrestler, comes out, not smiling, and calls them powerless bullies. And then after the break, uh, we had uh, the second match of the night, which was Bailey versus Raquel Rodriguez. Um, you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I saw oh. you, you know, spazzed out for a little bit. I thought, no, no, I, I thought you crashed. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine as no, far as I know. I just okay, then. okay. Um, it's Bailey versus Raquel Rodriguez. The match starts and they lock up as always. Bailey gets thrown into the corner. Raquel tried to run into her. She got out of the way. Bailey slapped her 
and Raquel got angry. Um, she chased Bailey at ringside. Dakota Kai and Yosuke block blockaded Raquel from getting to Bailey. Raquel Rodriguez picked up EO and threw at Dakota Kai. She chased Bailey back into the ring, um, threw Bailey across the canvas, swept her feet on the canvas like as if she's freaking El Mat uh, as if Bailey's El Matador and she's the bull. Uh, did a splash on her. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, and she threw Bailey face first onto the turnbuckle. Did a spinning slam for a two count. They replayed um, Raquel throwing EO at Dakota. Um, Bailey knocked Raquel off into the ringside. Raquel got back into the ring, uh, but I would have, if I was Bailey, I would have said, go, go get her, uh, beat her up, and, you know, sick the tag champs on Raquel, but, uh, okay, whatever. Um, Raquel Rodriguez gets back in the ring, and then Bailey immediately beats down on her, um, and this is great heel work by Bailey. Um, um, uh, Bailey did a shoulder slam into Raquel. Raquel held her down and threw her. She did a big boot, which was nice. Um, she got on the turnbuckle. And uh, damage control caused a distraction, which allowed Bailey to knock down Raquel onto the apron, I think. She kicked Raquel's knee. No, 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 no. Uh, she fell back onto the canvas. Um, Raquel... And Bailey did some kicks in the corner. She was working on the legs. The ref was screaming like crazy. Get off like a rabid dog or something. And then Bailey taunted. Did a sliding right hand to Raquel's neck for a two count. They replayed that. Uh, she beat up Raquel in the corner. Raquel did a comeback and ended it with a fall away slam. She hit another one. Slammed Dakota Kai on Bailey. Uh, did a flying elbow on both women. Eel Sky raked Raquel's eyes. Bailey did a rose plant for the win. And then the rest of Damage Control beat up Raquel. Then Shotzi Blackheart came to, uh, to the rescue. I was like, isn't her finished uh, Bailey to Bailey? What happened to that? B people don't seem to want to use their finishes anymore. Um, anyways, I gave wrestling a 10, you know, I thought this was a really good women's match and logic and eight. What did you think about this match, Ben? I'll give this match a nine, uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling, a nine. this was a good match. Um, I feel like, uh, damage control is really establishing themselves as like a yeah. legit women's stable. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. We finally have a legit fucking stable for fucking Yeah. Shit. I was, I, I was going to say that, but I forgot. Um, I, I, you look at these three, and they're serious. This is a proper stable. Uh, like, right. that's what I thought, uh, but I didn't bring it up. Uh, thank you for bringing oh, that okay. up, Ben. Uh, You're welcome. Oh, by the way, I got I to gotta recap the last couple of segments, by the way. Before this, uh, 
Marseille and Mansoir and the Maximum Male Models. Get the fuck off my fucking television. Please. You guys fucking suck. Go away. Thank you. Yes, That's it. please. Moving on. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, a fatal four-way match between um, New Day, Brawling Brutes, Hit Row, and Imperium for a uh, number one contendership for the Tag Team Championships was announced, and along with uh, Solo Sokoa versus Madcap Boss for the North American Championship, NXT, of course. Um, have an interview by Kayla Braxton with the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey. And then she, she before she gets a word in, Liv Morgan comes in. And then she talks about how Ronda doesn't respect her. And Ralph Sucker, after he did that scathing oh. rant on Liv Morgan. Why are they trying to make Liv Morgan look mad powerful and made Shayna Baszler to look like a bitch? Ronald yeah. Rousey, Liv, first of all. Liv, Liv Morgan, Morgan sucks. And he tried to shove her right. down our throats. Liv Morgan sucks. That match sucked. And the ending was fucking atrocious. <laughs> I love that rant. That was your real fucking impersonation, everybody. Christ, yeah. <laughs> Go on. So, I gotta say something about this. Liv Morgan saying Ronda Rousey doesn't respect her, but Ronda Rousey wanted her to be pushed to the moon and have her win the SmackDown Women's Title. What do you mean she doesn't respect you? She wouldn't have put you fucking over, honey. What are you talking about? That made me laugh alone. Get her off my fucking television. Jesus Christ, continue on. She's Fuck bad. Off. I, I feel bad that everybody hates Liv Morgan. She, she must yeah. be like 2019 Seth Rollins. Remember him? The summer yeah. of 2019, he was a Universal Championship. Cut all the... Double cut all these bullshit promos and you know it was insufferable on twitter um and he had that photo of him in a freaking swimsuit and <clears throat> if you remember that yeah and he, and he also had a uh, clown makeup on at one point too oh he did he like yeah he did he looked like a fucking ghoul didn't the unnamed podcaster who we will not name make him to be a clown makeup kind of not really but eh, maybe anyway. i'm sure many people made him a clown too so I mean. yeah anyway um <laughs> ronda said she didn't she laughed scoffed at Liv, and said she doesn't owe live respect Liv says she's beaten Ronda twice, so she is owed respect. Um, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, she said this, and I quote, You just keep telling me the same thing everyone has told me my whole life. You're not good enough. You don't deserve to be champion, which is what Rollsuck and I'm sure the whole wrestling community has said. And then she went on to challenge 
Ronda Rousey to an Extreme Rules match. And then Ronda laughed and said that Liv is basically <laughs> digging her own grave. And while I, I'll admit this was a uh, robotic kind of promo, I mean, they wrote, this was good written promo. This was a good written promo, and it halfway sounded good at least. Uh, and although I don't care for this feud whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, what this do you was think? A comically, this was a comically bad segment. She's So let me get this straight. So Liv Morgan beating Ronda Rousey twice. That owes her respect? No one fucking respects you. You no-sold your arm at Clash at the Castle with one fucking arm and a fucking arm bar. You, you didn't even use the left arm. You used the bad right arm that you had to fucking use the, against Shayna Baszler. And Shayna Baszler sold it. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, respect. Bitch, you faked a whole injury. Give me a fucking break here. Atrocious. Next segment. Next match. This sucks. This shit fucking sucks. No rating for this. None. This sucks. Well, I didn't ask for a rating, but anyway. Um, they cut to Corey Graves and Michael Cole. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Poor Mo Liv Morgan gets grilled some more and co by Corey Graves, and he said that she's insane by challenging Ronda Rousey to an Extreme Rules match. And then that immediately... She, that, she that she probably won't <laughs> fucking win. Or she'll cheat to win. But there's no such thing as cheating in Extreme Rules. <laughs> she's fucking, not even healed, fucking... so why should she cheat? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and... Yeah, this fucking, fucking feud sucks. Anyway, Corey Grave grills Liv Morgan some more, and then Drew McIntyre is walking on top of the announce desk, and he cut a promo calling out Karrion Cross after he attacked him last week, and I thought this was a solid promo. And yeah, um, what did you think about that promo? This was this was uh this was to the point and serious uh, Drew McIntyre this time. Uh, no, this was not Drew McIntyre singing at Clash at the Castle. This was him being serious and him actually taking Karrion Cross fucking serious for a change. I like that. Yeah. Uh, on a promo, um, I mean, this could have been escalated a little bit more because Karrion Cross did cut a good promo on the same exact show, so. Uh, Drew McIntyre should have had like a better response rather than a typical response, but I'll take this no matter what. This was good. Yeah, it was. Um, but anyway, um, let's go on further. Um, <coughs> yeah, where was I now? All right, Bloodline is in Gorilla trying to hop up Solo Sokoa before his match. Then Sokoa told Jey Uso that he was off his game tonight and left, followed by Sami Zayn. And that leads us into the third match on this wrestling program. For the NXT North American Championship, Solo Sokoa, the champion, versus Matt Cap Moss, which he had to vacate. He had to vacate it uh, this past Tuesday. <laughs> 
And Josh was yep. quite annoyed at that. We argued if he was mad or just annoyed. And <laughs> Josh was both. Yeah, he was both. Josh was, both. Yeah. <laughs> Josh was not happy oh, either. He was not happy either way how how Solo Sokoa won the belt and vacated it a week later and called the uh, riders a bunch of idiots. So that's I mean, cemented in. Originally, go ahead. It was originally supposed to be Cabo. Um, it was supposed to be Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes for the belt. I think that's why they did it. So I they mean, you're telling me they I'm, split they they split up MSK. Yes, because uh, uh Carter yeah, because Carter yeah, Carter got released. Nash Carter got released. Oh yeah, yeah. What well, wasn't he didn't he get allegations or something? Yeah, he got allegations and they released him. Oh yeah. I haven't seen him since. Yeah. His oh, fucking okay. ex wife. Fuck out of here. Fuck Kimberly, as far as I'm concerned. She's fucking, she's fucking atrocious. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what makes her intriguing as a wrestler. Give me a fucking break. She's, get off my TV material. Who I don't is, know. who is his ex-wife? Kimberly. I think she's a wrestler. She used to wrestle. I think she used to wrestle for Impact. I'm not too sure if she does now. But, um, that was his ex-wife. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> who cares? She's irrelevant. Moving on. Matt Cat Moss did not deserve a fucking title shot in this match. Mm, yeah. I don't know what was this about. And yeah, despite that, it was. I still thought it was a good match. Could have been match of the night, in my opinion. Um, Solo mm. Sokoa comes out with Sami Zayn. They show Solo having beaten Carmelo Hayes for the belt, and now that uh, he's vacated, how you gonna put it on Carmelo Hayes immediately after he lost? To Solo Sokoa. Now they booked themselves into a corner. I don't get it. I don't get it. Alright, continue. Yeah, uh, we will continue. Uh, anyway, um, Madcap Moss comes out. And according to Michael Cole... Moss has never challenged for a single championship, and I don't think this was his time to do so. And yeah, the match starts, they lock up, and then they let go, they lock up again, and let go again. Moss puts in a waist lock, Solo escapes, Moss hits a right hand, does a knee, Solo did elbow tackle. A, a kick, and they replayed Solo's elbow tackle, uh, did a headbutt, taunted him, did another headbutt and a chop, uh, shot Moss off, and then Moss really hit the ropes, and then he hit a shoulder tackle. He knocked Solo Sokoa off the to over the top rope onto ringside. They fought at ringside, where Solo hit a nice clothesline. He threw Moss into the barricade. They got back in the ring. Solo did a spinning heel kick. They replayed one of Solo's ringside moves. Uh, he did some stomps. Uh, did Weeda One's pose. Uh, did some punches and stomps. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> when you do that, it reminds me of when Josh used to do Roman Reigns pose when he would do like, <laughs> and that was fun. Yeah, I remember yeah. on the OG episodes of Wrestling Logic that he would do that. Um, anyway, he does some punches and stomps for a one count. Did a nice hammer throw, which sounded like it hurt. Uh, he did a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. They replayed that. Did a hip attack in the corner for a two count. They replayed the hip attack. Um, Moss did some punches. And then Solo slapped the devil out of him like Will Smith. Did some kicks in the corner. Tried to hit a, his finish. But Moss did a chop back. Did a chop block. For, and then they did a one-two. Solo hit a clothesline. Moss did a forearm. He hit a flapjack. Did a spear in the corner twice. Tried to hit punchline. But then Solo escaped. Hit some kind of suplex for the two count. He replayed that spot. And then Solo hit a um, Samoan drop for a near fall. They replayed that. Uh, did some stomps. Moss did a roll up pin for a two count. Solo hit a cross. Tried to hit a cross body. But Moss caught him and gave him a fall away slam. Sammy's pulled Sammy Zayn pulled Solo out of the ring and for safety. Then Moss chased Sammy around and into the ring. Solo hit a super kick and then a Uranagi for the win. I gave Wrestling a ten and Logic a seven. What did you think about this match, Ben? Hmm. Well, um I didn't expect you to give it a ten. Uh, this was a good match though. I mean Macam Moss looked good. Solo Sakoa looked great. Um, I'll give this a nine. Wrestling, yeah. nine, logic, probably seven and maybe a six, six and a half, because Mac Moss kind of never deserved the title shot. Yeah, he that, was, that was, that he was, didn't deserve the title shot. That was my reason for not having it so high. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Can anybody, can anybody please explain to me? I want to ask this a very serious question. What the fuck did Madcap Moss do to earn an NXT North American title job? I want to know. Did he eat cookies and catering? Did he find some burritos backstage? I don't know what the fuck. What, how did he get a title shot? What did he do to win a title shot? He doesn't want a match. He probably found a nice little burrito, stash of burritos, and gave them to Shawn Michaels. That he gave oh. them a, and they gave him a North Come American here, title shot. <laughs> At this rate, I won't be surprised. Give me a break. <laughs> Speaking right. of giving people breaks, we go to the break. We come back from the break, and then uh, the Los Angeles, the Las Vegas co press conference is confirmed for the following day. Then Roman Reigns was to appear the following week, which is tomorrow, uh, Friday, the twenty twenty third. Damn. Um, yeah, we're already on twenty. No, yeah, we're on the twenty third, man. Damn, September yeah. flew by quick. Yeah, Holy along shit. that was announced along with Braun Strowman versus Otis, and I said, "Hell no, I'm skipping this match for sure. I don't even know <laughs> if I'm gonna watch that episode." Um, <laughs> and now to the main event of this episode of SmackDown. Um, it is a 
Fatal 4-Way Tag Match. And these are always so weird. I, I, these are really annoying when they do this. Somebody, uh, I got to say something before, before you continue. Somebody is obsessed with these Fatal 4-Way motherfucking tag team matches as of late. I don't know who, bro. I don't know if it's Road Dog. I don't know if it's Charlie Haas. I don't know if it's fucking Triple H himself, Shawn Michaels. I don't know who. Why are we having Fatal 4-Way fucking tag team matches on this fucking show? Please. We saw it on Raw. We saw it on SmackDown. Why are these on the show? Why? And they and don't. Just have oh, my gosh. Yeah, just one tag team and one tag team, then it's fine. Uh, right. Yeah, and I'm sure Josh, if he watched this, he would have a freaking heart attack from raging at this. He, he probably die from high blood pressure. <laughs> no, I, don't, I doubt that. But I mean, look, let's 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 clear this up. Uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. They haven't. Last time they fought for the tag team titles, they got fucking beat down by Braun Strowman. Why the fuck were they on the show? Uh, in the main event, rather. I don't even know why. Get them the hell out of here. Brawling Brutes, um, they beat and pit him. Did they beat and pit him? I believe they did, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, whoa. I need to... Was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? I believe they beat them. So, Brawling Brutes and then in pit him. I mean, I would have taken that instead of all these... Fatal four-way tag team. Yeah, nonsense. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense because they, uh, brawling brutes and Imperium, they they've been going together, and Gun- Gunter and Sheamus, they just had a certified banger of a match. And um, and you want to put all these other teams? Why don't have separate teams with those other teams? And a separate match with these two teams. But anyway, let's get into this match. This wasn't even worthy of a main event. Hit Row comes out with B-Fab. Uh, then the New Day comes out. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Uh, Imperium comes out with Gunter. The Brawling Brutes come out with Sheamus. And it's um, Butch, formerly known as Pete Dunne. And Ludwig Kaiser starting of Imperium. They do a, get into a 1-2. Uh, Butch hits an Enziguri. They fight on the outside. Gunter and Sheamus stare down. Uh, you know, hinting back to their match at Ka- Clash at the Castle. Um, Top Dollar throws a Shante the Adonis onto everybody. Um, <laughs> he teases a dive. Vinci chop blocks him. Uh, Woods does a big boot. Uh, he did a dive. Kofi did a dive. And then, and then they, with that spot, we went into the break. Uh, and uh, Ben is kind of spazzing out a little bit. I'm here. Uh, no, I'm here. Yeah, you, your, your, your feed, your video was just scrambling like crazy. But, oh, uh, but okay. it's, it's still fine. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still here, everybody. Yeah, it, it's good. Um, <clears throat> you come back from the break, and Kaiser and Butch are back in the ring. Kaiser did a nasty kick to the chest. You could hear oh, that yeah. one around the world. Uh, I mean, 
Imperium and the Brutes were probably and Xavier Woods's um, comeback was probably the only good thing about this match. Um, yeah, um, th- he did that for a two count. He puts in put in the co- cross face. They replayed Kaiser's kick. Butch did a shoot off escape. They did a leapfrog sequence, and Butch did a clothesline. He snapped Kaiser's finger. You know that signature things where he takes takes a dude's finger and ah, and did that. And then he did um that thing where he uh, puts his arm like that and then jumped on it. Uh, Shayna Baszler uh-huh. did the same thing Enemy. to Liv Morgan, and I uh, think yeah. let's maybe not talk about that. Otherwise. <laughs> You're gonna have a heart attack, Ben. Man. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. It can't be me though. I can't be. I can't be in a match against Pete Dunne. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's a professional wrestler. Yeah. I can't be in a match. You will probably will. Or Walter or Gunter that for that matter. Uh, anyway, um, he did a drop kick. Ridge Holland made a tag. They did a double team for a two count. Vinci got in a tag and did an arm drag. He did an uppercut and a nice chop. Ridge did a nice suplex, quite a heavy one. Top dollar made a tag. Blocked Ridge's shoulder tackles. Ridge hit an uppercut. uppercut. Um, why do I keep saying uppercut? Um, top dollar hit a suplex. Ashante Diodonis made a tag. He did a crossbody for a two count. Did some punches, put in the cross face, did a nice drop kick. Kofi made a tag, did a nice jumping clothesline on Adonis, hit the boom drop. Kaiser threw and Kofi into the ring post. Vinci made a tag. Uh, they did a double team and made double drop kicks. They went to the break. They came back from the break. Kaiser did a headlock on Kofi. Elbowed to the back of the head. Vinci made a tag. Kofi fought them off. Kaiser tried to intercept. And Kofi did a back body drop. Woods made a hot tag. Did Went crazy on Imperium, Adonis, and Butch. <coughs> Hit a slam for a near fall. Um, yeah, did a chop. Vinci hit a clothesline. Butch made a tag. Um... Did a double knee drop on Woods and then did a dive on somebody else when he could have went for Woods and, you know, finished him off and pinned him. And then he does a knee on Kofi. Uh, Then goes and beats up Adonis. And then Top Dollar made the tag. He carried Butch in the New Day. Uh, Did Samoan drop Butch and slammed the New Day. I was like, who's even legal? And you're not even the commentators knew. <coughs> Ridge Holland slammed top dollar. Uh, Woods made a tag. Woods hit a super king. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Kofi hit a splash. Did a pin and Butch broke it up. Vinci made a tag. Ro- rolled up Kofi and Kofi reversed. Uh, for a two count. Um. He hit a spine buster. Kaiser hit and did a kick. Um, and then he made official tag. They hit the Imperium Bob, Bomb, their finish. 
Ridge made a tag, took out Imperium. Ridge stole the win, and they will now face the Usos in the next week, which is uh, tomorrow. And then SmackDown went off the air. I gave Wrestling a 6.5 and Logic a 2. What did you think about that match, Ben? I gave this match a... I gave Logic a 3 because at least um, the Brawling Brutes actually... They've been winning matches, to be fair. They were winning matches, so I mean... I'd give them... That's like the best thing I'll say about the Logic part. Wrestling, I'll give this a 6. I got a 6 on this, but uh, let's be real. Let's be real. Hit Row did not deserve to be in this match. New Day just lost <coughs> last Monday in another tag team title match. They lost clean, <coughs> by the way. And here's another thing. I do not understand for the life of me why Brawling Brutes, like, I'm, I'm, I understand why they won. They've been consistent. I understand. But they're going to lose against the fucking Usos because clearly they're not winning at Extreme Fools or Extreme Rules. But, I mean... Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I mean, why would why would they win against the Usos? It's not like they Imperium more than anybody deserved to face the Usos because they were they were like winning they were winning matches and everything like that. So I mean, uh, I'm not against this though, but uh, at the same time, I'd rather see Imperium face them because Imperium just you know they just got on the main roster and stuff, you know. Why do you but say Im- why do you say Imperium Imperium? Imperium. Well, that's their that's that's what I that's how I say. Okay, whole power to you, I guess. Um, you gotta have the accent with it. Imperium, pretty much. I, I sound like legit Gunther when I say that. Anyway, <laughs> um, SmackDown was a actually was a solid show. Yeah, I, I liked a couple of things about it. Um, the Karen Cross promo. Uh, Sol Sokoa made his SmackDown debut. Well, in a SmackDown good match. debut. In a good yeah, match. In a good match. Uh, Bailey yeah, and Raquel, That I thought that was a decent match. And even Raquel did some nice stuff. Both, uh, both women yeah. did nice stuff. Yeah, and Ricochet and Sami Zayn. Yeah, had of had course. A nice so, yeah, this was a good show. And, you know... I guess uh, hopefully we get more good shows like this from under the home of Triple H um, and less of the bad and more of the good that we saw on this. And and less fucking maximum male models and less fucking who else was on this fucking show? Um, goddamn. Well, who the fuck else was on this show? Not my saying that not L.A. Knight. Alpha, Calamy, Braun Strowman. Oh, that why the fuck is Braun Strowman and Otis are fucking feuding? Are you fucking kidding me? Get this shit off my television. Please. Get this out of here. Please fuck off. Get these all. We these... may not even we may not even talk about that match when we review SmackDown. Give me a break. No way. Get all these goofy people off our TVs. For the life of us, please. And yeah, um, this show gets a wrestling a nine and logic a six. Uh, and what's your rating? I got wrestling eight, logic six and a half. The best I'll get for this match. Really, yeah. the best I can get for this show. There was some good wrestling on the show, but logic, uh, you know, here is it was up. Logic was up and down for this entire show. 
I'll give it a six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna nice we're gonna take a break. After this, we will go on to roll. Um, and yeah, on with the Yanka Bele may be the EST of WWE, but Life's Open Radio Sit by Bangers is the EST of music with the fast est drum and bass. Hungry ass stars of Indian alternative pop. has the best music catch life's opening radio certified bangers every sunday evening on spotify and anchor to kick off your week with the best certified bang of all time And now we are back. Um, now we're gonna review Raw, which I, I haven't seen, unfortunately. Um, I was I was gonna look at the highlights, but I I failed to do that, so I apologize if I don't contribute much. I will try my best to go off what Ben has to say. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have the notes up? Yes, I do. All right. Any time you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. 
Um, all right, Monday Night Raw from the SAP Center in San Jose, California. This was past Monday, the 19th of 2022. Uh, we began the show immediately. Um, first of all, Byron Sexton. I don't know how the fuck this guy is still employed. This man was insufferable all night. Jesus, God Almighty. Get him away from the commentary belt. Please. Just at least, at least keep Corey Graves, because at least he knows what he's doing. But come on, bro. This this was atrocious. I don't know. Anyway, we kick off with the United States Championship match. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Seth freaking Rollins. Take the freaking out of his name, Triple H. This is not 2019. It's Seth Rollins. Please and thank you. All right. Uh, so Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Uh, for those of you who are... Uh, Unaware. Wasn't it burn it down? Wasn't Seth Rollins like burn it down in 2019? Yeah, but he wasn't. But he wasn't Seth freaking Rollins. He's Seth Rollins. Just say Seth Rollins. Not hard. Um, anyway, um, the bell sounds. Rollins smiles as he circles around the ring. So, for those of you who are unaware, what the hell is that's his laugh? Oh my god, yeah, that wasn't all right. Anyway, so this was a good match, though. Um, we're gonna briefly recap this. One would so imagine they lock up, yeah, so they lock up and Lashley pushes Rollins down, and then Rollins smiles again. A lot of smiling from Seth Rollins in this match. Anyway, Rollins goes around Lashley, side headlock. Uh, Rollins holds it in before Lashley throws him off him. The crowd then starts singing Rollins' son. Uh, yeah, the son that he has with um, Becky Lynch. Um, Isn't it a so daughter? Rollins kicks Lashley. In. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's his daughter. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know. Why did I put son? I thought, I legit thought like, yeah, never mind. That, let's not assume genders here. Give me a break. So, Rollins kick Lashley in the in a headlock, but Lashley sends him down. Rollins gets in his face and talks some more trash, and then Rollins gets out the ring. Lashley falls him out, so Rollins gets back in the ring and knocks him back down. Well, not back, just you know, backwards on his feet. Rollins goes for a tope suicida. Lashley catches him. Lashley goes to drive him into the ring post, but Rollins slides off and sends him into the ring post. Rollins gets Lashley into the ring, goes for a springboard knee, but Lashley sidesteps him. Then he goes for a hurt lock, but Rollins drives him into the turnbuckles. Rollins super kicks him twice, goes for the curb stomp, but Lashley does not go down. Rollins is shocked. Lashley then powers up and clotheslines him out the ring. Lashley goes outside and turns him inside out with a shoulder tackle, and we go to commercial break. By the way, there was two commercial breaks in this match. Two. Uh, first commercial break, so we're back from the first commercial break. So, Rollins gets hit with an elbow before he got hit with a corner clothesline. Lashley elbows him in the face with free time. By the way, Seth Rollins is getting elbowed in the face. That looked gnarly. I hope he's alright, but he took some nasty elbows. And stiff ones at that. Um, Lashley connects with a neck breaker. And then he lifts Rollins up for a modified Dominator. One of his old finishing moves. And it's a near fall. Lashley goes to the corner, waits for Rollins to get up. Lashley charges for a spear. Rollins knees him in the face. Rollins goes for a strike, but Lashley counters into a flat liner for a near fall. 
Rollins goes to the apron. Lashley grabs him. So Rollins snapped the injured arm off the top rope. Rollins goes up, but Lashley cuts him off. Lashley goes for a superplex. Rollins fights it. Rollins slides Lashley. And uh, Rollins slides down and carries Lashley for a buckle bomb. Then a frog splash, near fall. Uh, Rollins goes for the crossface and talks some shit. Of course he does. Lashley powers out, so Lashley elbows him in the head. He does go for a pedigree, but Lashley is a back body drop, and it's a two count. Lashley again scoops him up, running power slam. He goes for the spear, but Rollins counters it into the pedigree. So basically the Roman Reigns stuff Rollins spot from Money in the Bank 2016. Basically that. Um, so the crowd is into it, and they start to sing Rollins' song on the way to the ring. The Ro Rollins sets Lashley up, goes to the top. Lashley then avoids a Phoenix splash, but Rollins lands on his feet. Uh, Rollins goes for the curve stop again, but Lashley avoids that, and he applies the hurt lock. Rollins fights it and pushes off the ropes into a pinfall for a near fall, or a two count. Lashley kicks out and keeps the hurt lock applied. The referee was knocked down momentarily. We got a rough bump. I know. Ridiculous. Rollins then low blows Lashley and steps up for a stop until you hear this. Bro. Oh. Matt Riddle comes out, and he doesn't get in the ring. Oh. Rollins then stares at him and waits for him to get to the ring. Rollins realizes he's fucked. Speared by Lashley. Lashley retains the belt. One lost with by distraction. Yep. I know your rating's gonna be lowered because of that. Yep. First of all, wrestling. This was a great match. I'll give this a nine. Logic. Uh, really, an eight. The reason it's not a nine is because Matt Riddle uh, came out to the ring. I thought it That's would be lower. Other than that, um, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it's not higher. because It's, it's lower because of Matt Riddle. Basically. I know. I thought you would make it lower. But anyway, uh, going no. off what you said, it sounded like a good match. Uh, so I'll give it, also give it a nine and logic a six because of Matt Riddle. Uh, lost by a distraction right alright so after that we get a uh, video package of Devil Control winning the women's tag team titles last week thank you remind, thank you Triple H for reminding us for the 1989th motherfucking time they won the women's tag team title. thank you moving on a limousine pulls into the garage out steps Bailey and Damage Control they'll have a championship celebration coming up next Commercial break. All right. After commercial, WWE Survivor Series 2022 will feature two War Games matches. Yes, War Games is finally returning to the WWE after uh, what a year a year and a half of no War Games at all. So this is a big time moment here, and um, Survivor Series will have uh, the two War Games matches for the men and the women. Um, I'm interested to see what happens, but um, I'm all for it. Yeah, and then anyway, the, the, la the last um, good War Games was War Games 2019, uh, like uh, before Survivor Series that year. It was, uh, yeah, it was the, the women's War Games match was really good, I thought. Um, and uh, the pay-per-view as a whole was just really good. Uh, so... Yeah. yeah, I hope it Fantastic. someday it lives up to that. Hopefully this year, if not next year, it lives up to that. Um, but yeah, we will see. 
Yeah, but and I do hope this does not become a yearly thing. First of all, just that we do not need like the war games concept. All, all like every year, like come on. I mean, Triple H did it to blow off feuds and actually, you know, make war games needs to be more important heading forward. Now, I'm all for this, but not. I don't want this as a yearly fucking thing because at the end of the day, I mean. It, it, it can overstay its welcome. So, I mean, I'll see, I, I see it. I, I, um, whatever the case may be. I think Josh anyway, um, discussed ahead, Josh. this. Not Maybe not a rant, but he did discuss this on the live's opening radio server. Um, which and he I was should, not mad. Which, yeah, he wasn't mad. He was just a bit bemused as he likes to say um <laughs> Bewil- what the uh... oh right we're back as usual discord crashed every single episode and yeah where were we where i we were i think we were talking Come about on. um war games being a yearly thing and stuff yeah um anyway um Hopefully War Games gets done right, um, and hopefully War Games is a like a big t- is a bigger deal. I think it sh- I think Hell in a Cell should be a bigger deal, and War Games should be a bigger deal. And War Games should only serve as a escalator of a few, of like actual factions. I think it should. I think that would work. Yeah, like. But it, anyway, uh, it go ahead. kind of escalated the feud of Shayna Baszler, uh, which culminated in. Um, Rhea Ripley being the one to beat, to finally beat Shayna Baszler after pretty much two years of her being the champion, and which was really nice, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. All right, Bailey and Damage Control. Uh, Bailey actually cut a good promo on this show. Um, so Bailey says, no, you know, she's in her hometown. So she says, ding dong, San Jose. So she tells the crowd to show some respect to real champions since the San Jose Sharks can't get it done. Traditional heel, uh, trying to get heat by mentioning a sports team. Give me a break. Eos Guy says they're champions and she speaks in Japanese. Bailey says Sky doesn't have to thank her. She thanks Sky and Dakota Kai for buying into her vision. Uh, Dakota Kai says they need each other to remake the vision. The people they don't need are Asuka. Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. They say, uh, actually, Dakota Kai says, they were once the face of the division, but now they're in control of nothing. Kai says Asuka was once a fearless warrior who was undefeated for fucking a year and a half. Bliss walks around like, I mean, yep. Bliss walks around like she got a lobotomy and therapy. (laughs) That was a great line, by the way. For 300. For 300 days, Bianca Belair has phoned it in because she forgot what it was like to be pinned until Bailey pinned her. Now there's nothing left for these women to do except go home. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar come out. Belair says they were going to let them have their celebration. Yeah. They're not going to do this again, are they? Please. Oh, I think it gets... Actually, I think it gets... uh, a much worse for Bianca Belair. Um, so now they're going to teach them some respect. Give me a break. 
Bianca tells Belair this is why the division has spiraled out of control. Belair is too impulsive. I don't know about that. Uh, she needs to be more like Bailey and see the big picture. Cabo's reaction is priceless. Bailey will only fight oh, her. I, th when I, th she I thought it was Bianca Belair that said this is why the women's division has gotten out of control. No, that was Bailey. Oh, okay. So Bailey will only fight her when she decides she wants the title. So anyway, Bailey jokes that Lily was the only one who bites. Turns out Alexa Bliss bites as she used to be a biter, but now she gets nothing. Don't ask why. I don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know. I don't know what she was biting. Was uh, she biting pancakes? Was she biting coffee backstage? Give me a break. I don't. I don't know. Bite. I don't biting know. coffee. Let's not get too yeah. much further. Let's go move. No, on. we're not. Um, so anyway, um, Bliss knock damage control backs. No, hold on. Damage control backs up until Bailey goes for a cheap shot. Bliss quickly knock her back and out the ring. So there you go. Do anyone cared about this? No. Austin Theory warmed up backstage. He's oh, facing Kevin Owens up on. next. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens. Up next. So, Kevin Owens uh, cut a promo on Theory and got into a brawl with him. This was last week. Kevin Owens cut a great, fantastic promo, which I am still watching to this day. Great promo. So, excuse me. Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens. I'm going to also briefly recap this. There was This was a good match, though. Fantastic. Um, Austin Theory blindsides Kevin Owens and knocks him off the apron. Theory then goes outside and drives Owens into the, bell into the barricade. Theory gets into the ring and taunts Owens. The crowd boos. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, is okay, so the referee rings the bell. Owens takes Theory down before punching away at him. Owens then knocks him into the corner and, and chops his chest. Theory turns him around and stops him in the corner. The referee backs Theory's up and admonishes him before checking on Owens. What the fuck is admonish? I don't know. I decided to put that in there because I thought it was cool. So Theory gets Owens to his feet, punches him. Owens reverses an Irish whip, back elbow, senton splash. Owens with the cannonball, but Theory gets out the ring. No, he went for the cannonball, but he got out the ring. Owens follows him out, so Theory drives him into the apron before he smashes his face on the commentary table. Theory points at the steps, but Owens uh, stops him. Owens bounces off the steps, and then Owens thinks better of it, uh, of a countout. He didn't want to get counted out, so he gets on the apron, but Theory sweeps his feet. Theory hangs him off the apron and hits the neck breaker on the floor. Commercial break. We come back from break. Uh, Owens punched Theory back and bounced him off the top turnbuckle. Uh, backs up. Owens goes for a cannonball, but he moves. Theory does move. Theory then covers him for a two count. Uh, Owens fights him again, but Theory sends him back down for a one count. Owens then grabs his nose and rips at his nose. He had a broken nose last week, by the way. Owens gets to his feet and punches him out. Um, Theory sends him into the ropes, but Owens with a DDT. Owens punches back at Theory, hits an inverted atomic drop and a clothesline. Owens then hit a corner clothesline and flooding him with another clothesline for a near fall. Owens goes up for the pop-up powerbomb finisher, but Theory gets out. Owens then goes for a stunner, but Theory gets out again and stuns him with a shot to the head. Does Theory. Theory goes for A-Town down, but Owens gets out and super kicks him. Owens goes to the top rope and connects with a swanton bomb near for a near fall, a two count. Owens goes back to the top rope, but Theory cuts him off. 
Theory slaps Owens in the face a few times. They exchange some stiff right hands, stiff shots on the ropes. Theory goes for a superplex, but manages to get out of a fisherman's superplex, which I've never really seen before. Owens shouts that he is... Oh, here's... here's <laughs> I'm sure some of you may be weird about this. Owens says he is Theory's daddy. Jesus fucking Christ. What, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't make that up. Can't make that up. And he slaps him in the face. Owens leaps up the top rope. Moonsault, but Theory avoids it. Theory hits a rolling thunder blockbuster for a near fall, which was actually a really good spot. Theory hits a modified Yushi Garoshi for another near fall. Theory covers again. He tries it again. Near fall every time. He he covered the man three times. Still can't. He still can't get the win. Theory looks at the money in the bank briefcase in the corner, but Johnny Gargano comes from the crowd, and he takes the money in the bank briefcase away from Austin Theory. Theory is upset. Turns around. Super kick from Owens, cannonball, pop-up, powerbomb, one, two, three, Austin Theory loses again. Again. And he's the one with the money in the bank. Yep. Another distraction finish. There was a lot of outside interference on this show. A lot. Wrestling, nine. Logic, seven. Mm, Yeah, I'll give... Wrestling 8 and Logic uh, 6. So afterwards, Johnny Gargano got into the ring and with the money to bring briefcase and holds it over Theory. Gargano then drops it. Um, yeah. I think he... I don't know. I don't know if this is true. I think he just drops it on the ground. And then Theory weathers around in pain. Gargano taunts him, by the way. So they're setting up Theory and Gargano, probably for Extreme Fools or Extreme Rules, maybe. Oh, and by the way, before I continue on with our next segment, Raw needs to be two hours. Raw needs to be two hours. I'm not going to say this again. This show needs to be two hours. This is a three-hour fucking circus right now. We've been we've been at three hours since 2012, 2013. Come, just stop, please. These these shows are way too long, and we do not need another hour for th- all of this bullshit. Anyway, uh, replays are shown of Matt Riddle and Rollins fighting last week on Raw. The Judgment Day tried to recruit Matt Riddle, but they uh, Matt Riddle declined, and this led to a match against Finn Balor and another distraction from Seth Rollins. Matt Riddle lost. Give me a break. Matt Riddle is walking backstage. Kevin Patrick stops him. Kevin Patrick asks about costing Rollins the U.S. title earlier tonight. He's going to keep attacking Rollins till he gets his rematch. As for tonight, he wants to help Rey Mysterio get revenge on the Judgment Day. All right. Uh, George Kittle of the 49ers is at ringside. Do anyone care? Uh, not really. Um, video package. Roman Reigns, Logan Paul for the Universal Championship at Crown Jewel, November 5th. It's official. Why? I don't know. I still don't know why. We're going to talk about it later on. Uh, Brawling Brutes. <coughs> Brawling Brutes versus the Street Profits. Uh, they had a little backstage, uh, look, pardon me, a little in-ring spat. They were talking about uh, the Brawling Brutes winning on Friday. The Street Profits came out and... Um, the Street Profits says they have not beaten the Street Profits yet. So, uh, Rolling Bruce Street Profits, 
uh, this was a good match. I'm going to very briefly talk about this. I mean, the brawl, the Street Profits were not winning this match at all. So, I mean, let's be real. But, uh, yeah, Brawl and Bruce Street Profits, uh, this was a good match. Um, Holland, Rich Holland with an Alabama slam. Uh, but Dawkins get out. And then they wipe each other out with a double clothesline, double down. Butch tags in, triangle to Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins power Butch is up. And four tags in. Ford stands on the top rope. The Street Profits hit a super blockbuster. Ford covers, but Rich Holland breaks it up. Dawkins tags in. Ford goes for a German, but Butch flips through. Angelo Dawkins pounces Butch in the corner. Rich Holland tags in, so Dawkins pounces him as well. Yep. Ford tags in and hits the Brawling Bruce with a somersault senton. Uh, Dawkins then tags in. Street Profits set Holland up for another blockbuster. But Butch grabs Ford's hands and snaps his fingers. Mm. Yeah. Ford then falls to the floor in agony, by the way, in complete pain. Hollins attack Dawkins and holds him up for Butch to kick. Uh, Butch with a super kick and Hollins with the uh, Holland with the spine buster, I believe. And Butch covers him. One, two, three. Uh, wrestling eight. Logic seven. Yeah. This is a good match though. Yeah, that, that did sound like a, I'll give it the same rating. Another video package of Judgment Day destroying Edge's knee last week on Raw. So Edge is out for a little bit. Sarah Shreba, the uh, backstage interview. Er, backstage, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio says he cannot believe what his son has done to him since Clash at the Castle. But Edge may be signed on for now, but Mysterio has hope that Dominic can find his way back to his family. Everything he's ever done in his life has been to provide for him and his family. Matt Riddle comes up. He'll take care of those slime balls in the judgment day. He just called his own son a slime, slime ball. ball. That should automatically be your heel turn. What? Yes, a slime ball. Uh, Matt Riddle just called his own son, Ray Mysterio's son, a slime ball. What the That's an automatic heel turn. <laughs> That's an automatic heel turn anywhere. You can't just call my... You can't just call my son a uh, a slime ball and get away with it. No. Johnny Gargano walking backstage after commercial. I don't know. Anyway, Johnny Gargano walks backstage. Chad Gable uh, takes him to task for his actions earlier tonight. Kevin Owens comes up. He has Gable's back. So a match is set for next week. Gargano and Owens versus Alpha Academy. That's uh, next Monday. I know. Rhea Ripley says they took out everyone that was in front of them last week and proved that they run Monday Night Raw, so we have another legit stable. Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest, and with Dominic. Finn uh, Balor says that Dominic is a brave man. I, I thought you hated the Judgment Day. Me? Yeah, you a couple the way they were, the, the way they were booked, the way they were booked to lose, I, 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 I didn't, I, I like Judgment Day, to be fair. Let's clear that up. I, I like them, but I don't necessarily uh, hate them too much because at the end of the day, they're actually, you know, they were getting booked. They're getting booked a whole lot better. So, I mean, I can't complain. All right. Yeah. Uh, they are like a prominent stable. Yep. So, Dominic says, so Finn Balor says, it takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but even more to stand up to your own father. I, I don't know about that one. 
Um, Damon Priest shakes hands with Dominic, says he loves him. This is a man who no longer walks in a man's shadow. This man is willing to fight his own battles. Dominic proved that last week when he faced Edge one-on-one, and Edge is uh, injured. Rhea Ripley says, Poppy is very proud of Dom. I swear to God. He's doing that every time. It's so weird. (laughs) Dominic thanks Ripley, and the crowd loudly boos him out the building. Dominic Mysterio had super heat in this entire segment. I imagine he Wrigley would. tells Dominic to the Nordic crowd. What? I imagine he would. Yeah. Dominic goes to talk, but the crowd draws him out with booze. Dominic tries to say anything, but he smirks when the crowd continues to drag him out. Dominic says he loves standing here with his real family, the Judgment Day. Bella suggests they take a family photo, and they pose for photos. Matt, Rid- Matt Riddle music cuts him off. Rey Mysterio joins him, and we have a match. By the way, please change Riddle's music, Matt Riddle's music back, please. Change it back to his Thank NXT you. one. Please. I'm please. sick of this one that they have now. Uh, Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio versus The Judgment Day. Uh, first of all, let's get this out the way. Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio were not winning this match. Absolutely not. Because Judgment Day is legit... Like, they won. They've been winning for the last what two or three weeks now. So they're not. They weren't winning this match. <laughs> okay. So pretty much all you need to know for this match is Dominic Mysterio um, was the main focus of the match. So Ray and Dominic were on the outside. Uh, Riddle hit Balor with government suplexes. Uh, Mysterio would have had scissors take over. And then Balor then hit a slingshot stomp for a two count. Uh, Finn Balor with a back elbow. Priest tags in. And he hits snake eyes. And Balor starts hitting the three amigos. Crowd is booing heavily. I don't blame him. Mysterio counts the third suplex and hits one of his own. Uh, Mysterio can then levels him with an enziguri. Riddle tags in strikes away Balor. Hits a ripcord knee. Balor uh, gets able to explode from Riddle. And he gives Priest... Uh, does Matt Riddle a German suplex. Riddle hits a broton on Finn Balor. Uh, Riddle would kick to the chest. Uh, Damian Priest tags in, but he runs into a strike from Riddle. And we go to commercial. Actually, no. Well, before we go to commercial, Damian Priest chokeslams Matt Riddle on the apron. That was a great spot, by the way. Fantastic. Um, Balor then goes for a sunset flip after commercial. Mysterio rolls through, drop kicks him. Mysterio hits Priest with a baseball slide, but before Balor knees him, I believe it was in the face. Uh, Mr. Balor sends Mysterio into the ropes. Mysterio ducks a clothesline. It's a springboard crossbody for a two. Balor shouts some instructions. Mysterio cuts him off. Mysterio with the ten punches. We are looking right at Dominic. Finn Balor then sweeps Rey Mysterio's feet. Mysterio then kicks him back and knocks him into the ropes. Damon Priest quickly pulls Mysterio out the ring, so Riddle kicks him in the face. Riddle then crushes Priest with a springboard floating bro onto the floor, which was awesome, by the way. Uh, in the ring, Mysterio knocked Balor into the ropes. His 619. Ray Ripley gets on the apron to distract the referee. Seth Rollins runs down to attack Riddle. Rollins grabs a steel chair. By the way, none of this a DQ. None of this is a DQ. Mysterio pulls away and chases him away. Uh, Dominic confronts his father and dares him to hit him with the chair. Mysterio throws the chair aside and gets into the ring. Balor immediately hits the sling braid. Priest tags in. Choke slam. The South of Heaven. Choke slam. 
Coup de Gras by Finn. One, two, three. Judgment Day wins again. Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on this match other than this match was actually a very good match. Um, I'll give wrestling eight and a half. Logic, eight. Bro, no. Logic, seven. Pardon me. Because this was another distraction finish. How what many think, have Bobby? we had? Two or three? Three. Three. Well, for that, I'll give wrestling eight and logic six. There you go. Uh, Dexter Loomis invading the home of the Miz last week. Yes, Dexter Loomis still stalking the Miz with no fucking reason. Another why. home invasion. Yes, that was uh, that was no. They're replaying last week. At, that was last week. At least, at least they do it few and far between. Last time I think Thank Edge. No, 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 no. Seth Rollins no, went no. into Edge, yeah. Edge's house, and you know, <laughs> roasted his his daughter's paintings, and drank his OJ and stuff, and it was a good segment. In the following yeah. week, the same night that Punk came, CM Punk came back, they dropped freaking barbecue sauce on um, Edge, Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, all right. Anyway, Dexter Loomis is on Miz TV next. Miz and Tommaso Ciampa, who, by the way, are still a fucking alliance. Tommaso Ciampa needs to fucking beat the shit out of Miz when he does. Break away from him. Please do. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, Riddle, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins backstage once again for the fourth time on this show. Brawling. Pardon me. My mic is tripping. Um, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins brawling backstage. Referees and agents fit Finley what as well. What does this have back. to do with Miz and Dexalumis? No. After, no, before they, before Miz and, um, Dexter Loomis thing. Riddle and Rollins fought backstage. Oh, uh, Matt Riddle wants Rollins in a fight pit match. Yeah, I saw that. I'm quite excited to see that. Uh, no, oh, yeah. We haven't seen that since Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Chama, which was a great match and a great feud. Yeah. Bring Tama- bro, bring Timothy Thatcher back. Where the fuck has he been, bro? Bring yeah, him back to WWE. Where has he been? Bro, he was, I think he was released, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Bro, bring him back. He'll be perfect on Monday Night Raw. Anyway, uh, Miz TV with Dexter Loomis. Jesus fucking Christ. No storyline advancement. No fucking, you know, reason. We haven't even gotten a reason why Dexter Loomis is attacking the Miz. We still don't know why. And, you know, hell may freeze over, and we still may not know why Dexter Loomis is attacking the Miz. So... Miz wants to know what Dex Loomis' problem is and tells him to get into the ring, but a knife pops up from under the canvas. An actual knife, by the way. It cuts a knives. hole. Yeah. And Dex Loomis pops up. He scares the Miz. Uh, Loomis tried to pull Miz under the ring, but Champ saves him. They hit, they hit Loomis with a microphone, and he dropped below the ring. Loomis then pops back up, and he scurries away. Him and Champa scurry away. So, Miz and Tommaso Champa are scared for their lives over fucking Dexter Loomis. Thumbs down segment. Ridiculous. Main event. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Main event. The 
Alexa Bliss. Yes, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey in a in the main event of the show. Why? I wouldn't, I I wouldn't mind um, anyone else. Oscar? Uh, why not Oscar? Or Bianca I Belair? Oh, I'm, I'm guessing they're saving Bianca Belair for later. Um, no, I think they're saving it for Extreme Rules. Bianca Belair and Bailey. So I think that's I think that's why. But um, other than that, yeah. But you could have uh, at least had Bailey and Oscar NXT OGs. Yeah, that would have been cool. I'm all for it. All right, so we get the following matches set for next week on Raw. Before we go to the main event, everybody, we're almost done with the Raw review. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest next week, uh, this Monday on Raw, and Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano versus Alpha Academy are official. Judgment Day interview backstage. Dominic Mysterio pretends to be nervous and wants to check on his father before it actually, you know, you know, oh, fuck my father, fuck Rey Mysterio. He was laughing and shit. Dominic says he has a new mommy now. Oh my fucking god! Stop. Come on, stop with this. Stop. That's what he said. That's what he said. Word for word. That's what he the said. Hell. Stop this. Anyway. Finn Balor walks over to AJ Styles. These two men have history. Oh, Finn and AJ. Oh, yeah. Okay. Finn and AJ from New Japan. Oh, Holy shit. We okay. made it. I'm for it. I'd like to see that. Yep. So Balor asks why AJ Styles has been ducking him. Styles says he stopped talking to him when he joined Judgment Day. Balor says he's never done anything to AJ Styles. They were teaming up before all of this happened. Styles, AJ Styles says he wants no part of Judgment Day. Balor says he sounds like he wants a fight before saying that they're boys. So, uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles says their offer stands and Styles is not happening. All right, main event time. Jesus Christ. I know. Uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right, so Dan, Bailey and Alexa Bliss main event. Uh, I'm going to also briefly recap this match. All you need to know is that uh, Bailey was focusing on Alexa's knee throughout the entire match. She, she even slammed her knee on the apron. Ooh. Bailey hit the sliding clothesline for a two count. And then Bailey um, bounces her off the commentary table and clears off the commentary table. Bailey leans the table cover against the apron of the ring. I don't know why. I, I mean, I don't know about that spot. I mean, the, it's the cover of the commentary table. It's not like it's made of wood or anything. I don't know. So Bliss kicks Bailey back and jumps off with a cannonball to her. So uh, there you go. Anyway, commercial break. Uh, we come back from the break from the break to see Bliss fight over submission. Bailey chops chop blocks the knee again. Uh, something is happening in the crowd that is distracting them. We don't know what it is. Uh, not yet. Um, so, anyway, Bliss, but that's pressed. Bliss punches away, hits a drop kick, and she hits double knees and a flippy senton for a two count. Bliss continues to take the fight to Bailey with one bad knee, and she takes it with a crossbody. And they trade pinfalls for two counts and near falls. They're fumbling through a few things now. They're kind of, they're, they're a little bit confused. Uh, Bailey goes for uh, Bailey to belly. She, she went for the move combo, as you mentioned earlier on. You're wondering why Bailey never does her, you know, never did the move. Uh, she almost went for it. Bullis gets up, 
and then she actually hit Bailey the Belly in this match, and it's a near fall. She actually hit it. So the crowd chants, uh, you know, they're mixed on Bailey. You know, she's in San Jose, in her hometown. Bliss rolls up Bailey for a two count. Bliss goes for a tornado DDT, but she hurts her knee. Knee that's been targeted all match. Bailey covers and puts her feet on the ropes, but Bianca Belair comes out, knocks her off the ropes. Not a DQ because she touched Bailey. Damage control then attacks Belair. Austin mm. then takes it to Dakota Kai, but she misses the attack mm. on the steps. In the ring, Bliss hits a DDT and goes to the top rope, going for Twisted Blitz. Uh, Twisted Bliss, pardon me. Uh, Dakota Kai distracts the referee, and your sky knocks Bliss down. Bailey then hits the Rose Plant, which is the uh, the mean of, you know, the mean face plant thing. You know, the one where she goes like, she, it's, it's pretty much reverse Russian leg sweep, but instead it's like, you know, she, yeah, she is. She's on her knees. Anyway, the cross plant for the win. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Carlo. Sorry. I, uh, I think I was gonna say, does she slam her on the knees or what? Um, she slams her on her face. Okay, on her face. All right. I don't know. Anyway, all you need to know: Bailey won the match. Good. One, two, three. Um, I did not care about this main event. This could have been an entirely different main event. Really, I, I would have liked it if it was Asuka versus Bailey myself. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Other than that, uh, thumbs down match. This match is getting a six. And Logic, three. Damn. Thumbs down. <laughs> wow. Thumbs down. <laughs> I, it's not like, no, I'm not, this was overbooked. This was an overbooked main event. Let's be real. Yeah, there was a lot of outside interferences. A lot of bullshit happened tonight on Raw. Yeah. Uh, anyway, after the match, damage control triple team Bliss before they attack Asuka. Bianca Belair comes in, clotheslines Bailey. Sky attack Sky and Dakota Kai attack Belair and double team her. Bailey attacks Belair, hits her with a rose plant. Bailey then grabs the microphone, says she's in control now. She wants the Raw Women's Championship and Extreme Rules. Damage Control stands tall in the ring. Show comes to an end. And Monday Night Raw is off the air after three hours full of overbooked, absolute ridiculousness. This this show is getting a 7 out of 10. Now, there was good wrestling on this show, but way too many interference spots and way too many interferences. And this was some of these matches were slightly overbooked. And, and look, there's nothing wrong with a distraction finish. But at least have it once every show. Not fucking every single fucking... This that, this was in almost every single match here tonight on Raw. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand. But uh, I'll give wrestling... Uh, well, the whole show, rather. Wrestling, I'll give it seven and a half. I, I, I was going to give it a seven. But seven and a half, logic, five. Yeah, I think I'll also give that. It does seem that All there right. was a lot of BS that happened on the show. But yeah, anyway, that was Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> I guess I decided to do it the whole thing today. I was going to um, do it, do uh, SmackDown today and then Raw tomorrow. Uh, but then we just decided to do it today. But anyway, it's done. We can... Um, export and upload this onto uh, 
platforms and stuff. And yeah, um, I will see you guys again on the 14th of October for Extreme Fools Review uh, with Raul Saka and maybe Josh if he would like to join. Um, yeah, but until then, this is Carbonator and Ben Charles on behalf of Rel Sucker and Josh Jenkins. Signing up.